Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were yelling at another car while driving, let me say it again. You need to calm down. Yelling is just making everyone as stressed out as you are and letting them all know that you definitely aren't trying to save with Progressive Snapshot. <clears throat> and if you did hear it the first time because you weren't yelling at another car, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Lift off will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. This is Craig Ackerman, TV play-by-play announcer for the Houston Rockets. What's up, everyone? This is Jackson Gatlin, host of Locked on Rockets. This is Chris Chavez. This is your boy, Heezy, a.k.a. Raheel Ramzanali. It's Sean from Shots and Thoughts. This is Will, a.k.a. Bias Houston. This is Chucky Brown, former NBA basketball player for the 1995 NBA champion Houston Rockets. This is Timoteo Keister. What up, what up? It's Roosh Williams, the Mastodon himself. What's up, Rockets fans? This is Hollywood Don Knock. This is Devin White, a.k.a. The Gentleman. It's your boy, Von Wafer, former Houston Rocket, retired professional NBA basketball player. Five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. This is Jonathan Sanford, public address announcer for your Houston Rockets. You're listening to The Summit State of Mind. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to The Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Step Backs and everything Houston Rockets presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network and the official podcast to fan site. It's Houston Rockets website, spacecityscoop.com. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny. And of course, with me as always is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. GM, by the time this recording comes out, it is the morning of Draft Lottery Day. Happy NBA Draft Lottery Day, basically. So... By this time, like I said, by this time today, by the time the episode records, it's going to be game day. How are we feeling going into this, baby? I don't know. I'm feeling even keel. You know, my expectations are low. My hopes are high. Trying to not be disappointed, but elated. You know. What are you, you, a poet? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm just trying to keep it real over here, man. You literally, it's the exact... That's like you're feeling throughout all sports. Like, what was it that was the first thing? Uh, oh, keeping expectations yeah. low, but hopes high. High hopes high. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't get disappointed. Try not to be devastated, but feel elated. Well, <laughs> you know. See, that's what I was saying. You're like a poet over here. I don't know if that was the same thing I said, but our listeners can tell me if it was. I, I honestly well, do not remember. Yeah, yeah. Gladly check the receipts from 30 seconds ago. <laughs> hit, hit reverse like twice on if you have an Apple podcast. But, you know, I just think this right here is going to be such such an exciting time. You know, it's it's been so about a month, maybe like almost like a month and a half out from the time that the NBA season had ended so much talk so much drama so much like okay do we get this person do we get do we get jabari do we get paolo and now like it's time like this is gonna be it here this is gonna determine whether or not 
you know, you get someone like a Jabari or a Paolo, or you get someone on the lower end, unfortunately, like a Jaden or a Keegan Murray. What about Chet? I mean, if we do get number one, wh- who's not saying we don't grab Chet? I mean, do you I want think- Chet? If it was number I, one, number one overall, would you want Chet? To go number one overall. I want to trade down. That's what I want. <sighs> You're always that guy. I am that guy because I want assets. I want the Jason Tatum deal. I want the ransom. If someone at three tells me, hey, we want Chet, and we're going to trade you X amount of first round picks, and I'll be like, <laughs> give it to me, baby. <laughs> Where are we going to sign on the dotted line? Let's sign on the dotted line right now. We agreed to this deal now. That's what I want, man. I want the extra assets because what if we have the pieces to trade for a star because of that trade? Okay, well, I know I'm not not second-guessing you whatsoever. So you're telling me that if at the end of the day tomorrow, at the end of the lottery at 7.25 p.m., and the Rockets come away with number one overall, you're telling me right now Stone should be on the phones trying to trade down. I wouldn't say try to trade down. Because I Chet's, would, not, I, I Chet's w- not the number one. Well, that's the thing, though. Chet's not the consensus number one. There's no true <clears throat> consensus number no, one as I, of right I know, now. But every team has a view of who they would take we're at already, number we're, one. We're already arguing three and a half minutes in, but go on. So, I mean, every <laughs> team individually has an opinion about who they would take number one. The Rockets have an opinion about the player that they would take number one, correct? The Pistons might have an opinion. The Pelicans might have an opinion. The Trailblazers might have an opinion. Disney World does too, Orlando Magic. Exactly. We. It, the only thing that matters is that the right teams are down at two or three. So mm-hmm. it's all conjecture here. It all depends. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. not. We can't say anything. Like really, everything across the board from it's dependent on the lottery. From yeah, from podcasts like us to mm-hmm. experts, draft experts. No matter what, everything's incumbent upon the lottery. That's why it's going to be. This is such a huge day. Now let's let's give the lay of the land for our listeners, especially any listener that kind of they know what the draft lottery is but then at the same time they kind of they kind of don't or they don't have like a good inkling of what it is so let me just give you guys a bit of the lay of the land uh, the Houston Rockets because of the worst record in the entire NBA this year they are guaranteed a pick between the 1 through 5 slot they have a 52% chance of landing in the top 4 and a 14% chance of landing first overall now the odds are the same across the board for the first 3 uh, picks as of right now, which would be Houston, Orlando, Detroit. But like we said in past episodes, and if you've been listening to any of our past episodes, you wanted the worst record because the lowest you can go is five. Because now that Orlando lands at the number two slot, the lowest they can go is six. And then Detroit, who is number three, they can land as low as seven and then et cetera. You, la- you kind of snake yourself out of that that top five. But GM, I, I laid out the I laid out how the how the odds work. But in years past for this NBA draft lottery like kind of give the people kind of like a setup of what to expect here of like what's going to what's going to be expected today what are they expecting tonight in terms we have of the a 52 NBA draft lottery percent shot of was it 52 or 48 percent shot of getting number five i mean it's 52 to land in the top four 52 percent right yeah so 48 to land in number five if i were a rockets fan my expectations personally would be would five, be five. You Keegan Murray Take, lover boy. Because to be honest with you, that's what it seems like. I'm not saying that I'm trying to be negative. It's just more so realistically speaking, the pick that the Rockets will probably attain will be number five. 
But, you know, we're all hopeful. Last year we had the top odds and we ended up at number two. Not every team gets lucky every year. So we're trying to ride that luck again Absolutely. for a top pick. Um, but I stated on the last episode, I feel like number three is the guy, number three is the pick. And uh, I no, I said no. Three. I said number two. You sorry. said two. I said number two. I want the discourse. I want it all. I want the great talks, and I also want to read the insufferable ones. I'm all for it. Um, but at the end of the day, I just think that they should all temper expectations based on the fact that five is probably the most realistic shot that we have getting pick wise. Well, the forty-eight forty-seven point nine percent chance of getting the number five overall pick, but to to bring the expectations up for everybody else, I mean, you still get an over fifty percent chance of landing between picks one through four as well. Mm-hmm. So you're as close to fifty-fifty as it can get. Very similar to last year. But I am so thankful that we are not waiting on who has picked number five who has picked number five who has picked number five well, we don't have to give up this year <laughs> we pick. don't have to give up this year's pick thank god so thank- we're, we're in good shape i'm so happy so i think overall right now people want the number one pick obviously but mm-hmm. like if we look at terms of the percentage points 14 percent. i mean like it, it it's the highest, like, from from picks 1 through 14, obviously, like, the 14% chance the highest, but, man, 14%, not high enough mm. by any means and any stretch of the imagination. I think if you're, a, if you're a legit, if you're just, like, a real Rockets fan, I agree with the GM in terms of temporary expectations. I, I wouldn't say to assume number five right away. I just, I have a good feeling. I don't know. I have a good feeling. I respect it. That we land within the top four. Like, I'm pretty... I have a good feeling. Like, I had a, I had a good feeling last year that we weren't going to give up the pick. I was just like, man, we had such a horrible year. You know, Christian Wood, who was supposed to be the savior of the Rockets, ended up getting hurt. And yeah. then John Wall, obviously, the year we got rid of Harden. But, like, I knew for a fact that the basketball gods had to be with us yeah. at this point. And I, I, and I feel the same way here. You know, continue to build upon that. And, and, and if there is... Anything to be done, you know, this Rockets team, just if you just look across the board, Orlando, uh, not much going on there. Detroit, Cade Cunningham, but really, I I don't know. OKC, etern- the eternal rebuild team. But Houston, Watch like... OKC trade up uh, for a Chet or... I would love it. I think I think he'd Apollo. fit. Apollo. I think OKC, over, I think OKC, which, in, in my opinion, OKC... By the time it's seven twenty-five tomorrow, OKC snags number one overall. I'm pretty certain that no, that's if, 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 if okay. I'm well, what do you think? Man. Who gets number one? Who gets number one tomorrow? I, okay, do you want me to tell you the truth? All right, give me tell me the truth. Come on, give it to me straight. No chaser. I low key want Portland. I want to see. Wow, number six overall with a nine percent chance. I want to really? see Damian Lillard get a guy like Jabari or Chet Holmgren. Actually, personally, Chet Holmgren. I feel like he'd be great when next he can to get it. Well, when he can get a DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> Yeah, true. They're going to throw the know, bag, I'm, which we'll I'm, talk about I'm later. I'm just but. speaking in the sense of drama. Like, personally, if you were to go what I if what I want to see, Rockets get number one. <sighs> Detroit number two. OKC at three. OKC trades up at King's Ransom to get Chet at number one. We get the number three Paulo overall. at three. But that's the guarantee that Jabari goes to. See, that's the thing. Jabari's like, definitely going to Detroit. He's not drop. He's not no. dropping below two. Per- personally, well, no, 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 oh, because that's Detroit getting the number two overall yes, pick. Okay, fair in enough. In my opinion, fair enough. I think Detroit's going Jabari. I don't see them going 
I think Paulo would probably be number four on their board, personally. I think they would yeah. probably take Jaden Ivey or uh, Jabari Smith over Paulo Bancaro, just based on team fit. Mm. But, you know, that's just my inkling. I just have a feeling. I've heard nothing. I'm just going based on what I believe. I mean, well, we can't. We can't go based on anything. We can go based on... Everything is hearsay. We go based on the likes. I mean, if you want anything concrete, just go go scroll through Jabari's likes, and there you go. They obviously want. He obviously likes Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I that's mean, that's what it seems to Maybe be like. He has but. a personal relationship with Cade Cunningham. Who knows? Killian Hayes. It's always the quiet ones that they tend to gravitate to more quiet people. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Okay, GM. Obviously, tomorrow. Uh, I mean, sorry, we're recording this Monday night. <laughs> Today is going to be a huge day, and we are going to be celebrating. So it's an NBA draft lottery. GM, my oh my, how we have grown from Little Berry Hill, you know, draft lottery night oh, yeah, with yeah, T-Smooth yeah. and the Young Bucket. You know, shout-outs to those two. Last year, if you – okay, so uh, I'll give you guys a little a little background check. Go ahead and go on our Instagram. Go to at uh, SubitStateOfMind underscore pod if you hadn't already. <laughs> Go to, just keep scrolling down, and you will see, I kid you not, you will see a full, maybe three-minute footage of us watching the NBA Draft Lottery live. We are live at Berry Hill. Uh, it was myself and the GM, T-Smooth, and the Young Bucket, and we were watching this live. And you will see, I kid you not, our unadulterated reaction to landing in the top, not even snagging the number two overall pick but like landing in the top four and knowing that that pick does not go over to okc you'll see the pure maybe maybe by this time maybe by this time i will already take that clip and i'll probably post it on twitter just for good juju and but you guys have a chance to check it out i'll probably most likely post it on twitter but if you guys if i don't go ahead and check back on our instagram you'll see it it's hilarious it's probably something and I'll, if anything i'll probably put a titanic theme to it i think it'll just be very uh proper if we did it that way but anyways gm this year my oh my how has has our podcast grown because now we are going to be celebrating it in a much different fashion mm-hmm. gm tell the people where we are going to be for this nba draft lottery tonight and why everybody is invited well we will be at our favorite spot in houston texas besides toyota center urban south brewery in the heights and if you guys haven't been to our watch parties honestly you guys are missing out if i'm going to be completely frank with you guys there's so much to do so much space it's dog friendly food trucks there's even a barbecue spot next door shout out to famous barbecue you know there's so much going on there it's a beautiful place it's so big many tvs plenty of local beer for those that are old enough Let's be real here. There are sodas and Topo Chico available to order as well. For you underage For folk. all the underage folk. <laughs> but if you want really good local beer, we got you guys. So our party will be at Urban South Brewery again. It's going to be a wonderful time. We're going to say start time around 645, but the commission and I will probably be there, there around early. 6. Yeah, we'll be there early. We'll see. You know, And then shout out to our boys that are going to pull through. Don, Will. They, they're going to be there. The homies. Our guys from Clutch City Control Room. Very excited to hang out with those two again. So if you guys want to join us, you guys don't have any plans, come through. Mm. Let's ride the wave of emotion 
That is the envelopes opening and seeing <laughs> oh if my we get gosh. a top four pick. I got to get a live reaction of that. I probably got to set a camera down or something. And oh, no, trust. We, we absolutely we need to. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be super great. Oh, shout outs to Taylor, too. Taylor Pate's going to be there as well. He, yeah. already gave, he gave me the RSVP. He will be there <laughs> as well. So I think overall, it's just going to be such an exciting time. We are really, really looking forward to just kind of kind of reuniting with the rest of this Rockets fan base. It's been about a little over a month since we've seen everybody, so we're just really looking forward to it. Uh, the next big day is going to be the draft, which is about a month from now. So Absolutely. This is kind of like your chance of kind of getting a little bit of little appetizer before the main course. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of your chance to kind of just regroup, kind of meet up with everybody, meet us, and just have some fun. And, you know, it, we're all going to stress together for a good like 15, 20 minutes will be great. And then afterwards, there's going to be some playoff ball and it'll be on by for everyone to watch and it'll be the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, it'll, it'll be, Boston. be Miami-Boston. Yeah, Miami-Boston. So that'll be live uh, up until closing time. Mm-hmm. So we are looking forward to it. It's going to be such exciting stuff. We can't mm-hmm. wait. But GM, before we go on our first break, mm-hmm. I want to play a game with you. Absolutely. I think this would be fun. I think it would be hilarious if we did this. And basically what we're going to do is we're going to use Tankathon. Shout out to Tankathon.com. We're going to be using Tankathon.com to see how many simulations it is going to take for our Rockets to get the number one overall pick. So, across the board, as you can see, Houston Rockets obviously have the worst record. Like I've stated before, they can get as high as one. They can get as low as five. We're going to figure out and see simulate the lottery we got it live right here the gm is right here with me let's figure out what we're gonna get the first sim here we go how many chances is it gonna take hopefully just one oh has us at number five and just like that we dropped down to number five who gets number one gm who got number one though the indiana pacers oh gosh i i really honestly if indiana's number one they're taking paulo bencaro that's just my opinion yeah I oh, because they got Miles t- Turner. I think they take Bincaro. Bincaro or Jabari. I'd go Chet if I were them, really. Because Miles Turner, I, think, I, feel, I just feel like Miles Turner is kind of, not on his last legs, but I feel like he's run his course there. It's possible. You could, you could yeah. get assets for Miles Turner. I'd yeah, go absolutely. with Chet. I'd absolutely. go with Chet and then pair him with um, with Halliburton, but mm-hmm. that's just me. Well, it's funny. Is I mean, we may have taken the L at five, but Oklahoma City is at number six. So <laughs> Yeah, they, they dropped two spots, actually. That's, that's even worse. Okay, let's go. Once again, second try. Wow. <laughs> number five again. New Orleans at number one. So it, what, Rockets <laughs> land again at number five. Two for two. The GM is enjoying this because he he ex- expected the worst and hoped for the best. Always expect the worst. New Orleans gets number one. If New Orleans gets number one, I think we talked about this. This is the possible trade down scenario, no, right? When I, we did no, that in the sim. But, um, uh, that's Who do before they get? we re- Chet. They, go, they still go Chet? They go Chet. Okay. okay. I mean, you know, um, what's his name? <sighs> the center... Who looks like Travis Kelsey? What's his name? No, Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah, Jonas Valanciunas. He, he's leaving. He's yeah. a free agent. So, yeah. well, so, we'll see what happens. Okay, it would, it would make perfect sense for them if they were trade if they mm-hmm. were to get Chet Holmgren. I agree. We'll see. We'll see what ends up happening there. But simulate again. Let's see. Try number three. It's gonna take us like twenty times. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well. Okay. Number three. That is for the Rockets. Who Kenny and Jackson selected? Okay. And who if, gets, who gets uh, number one? Read out number one. Orlando. Orlando gets number one. Who does mm-hmm. Orlando get? Orlando will probably take Chet. They have a center. No. Yeah, they'll probably go Chet. Mm-hmm. Mm, see? It's crazy. Okay, try number four. Here we go. 
Wow. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Tell um, the people. Rockets at number five again. OKC sna- snags number one OKC here. OKC finally gets number one. And they're going to get? Chet Holmgren. I agree. They're going to get Chet Holmgren, absolutely. Portland will Number probably... two. Wow. Portland at number two. That That's big time for them. Wow. They get they get a chance at Jabari or Paolo. That's big yeah. time. Wow. And well, that's they, they the need sharp up. shooting, um, personally. Could you imagine this scenario real quick, GM? Imagine mm-hmm. they get Jabari or Paolo and then sign Aiden. Wow. Who? No, Portland. Oh, Portland. No, yeah. imagine them yeah. imagine them drafting Paolo or mm-hmm. or um Jabari and then signing a DeAndre Aiden. Wow. Yeah. That'll be big time for them. Okay. Try number five. Goodness gracious. Fifth try. Here we go. Oh my <laughs> What did I say? Rockets at number five Rockets again. At number five Four again. out of five. We have landed at number five. Is this is this a <sighs> is this an omen? I don't no. know. Number no. one, and once again, okay. But honestly, I anticipate number five. Shade on Sharp Houston. Let's just start it. I Let's thought you like Keegan Murray. Now. I'm so confused. You said you like Keegan Murray. I do like Keegan Murray. You keep too. bouncing back and forth. I can't decide, what? Kenny. Can, you can't. You can't be island hopping. This isn't how I we work. I can't decide. This isn't how it works. There's no park hopping here. You can't just decide to go from Universal Studios to Islands of Adventure. You got to pick where you're going to stay. They're literally right next to each other. I can walk to it if I want to. It's not really going to happen, dude. I'm just going to be honest. I with can you. But, cry well, you gotta... if I want to. Cry if I want to. I don't know. Shut your mouth. I'm about to do the next. Okay, lottery. go again. Go again. Go okay, again. Okay. Try number six. Shoutouts mm-hmm. to Miami Lebron. Ooh! Houston, wow! Number okay. three again. It's the number three, but tell the people who snags number one. San Antonio moves up eight spots to get the number Ooh, one okay, overall well, pick. San Antonio, who would they get? Let's uh, barring, let's take out all trades. Who do they get? I think they They're take a pretty Chet. solid roster. I think yeah. Chet. They yeah. Well, okay. This is this is the thing about this scenario. Detroit at number two. They're gonna take Jabari, which leaves dun dun dun. Paolo Bencaro for Houston at number mm. three. This a member true. of the Bencaro bus. Shout out to Paolo for making that huge uh, UK bus. I know. You were like right there too, man. I'm really oh, proud Oh, I was of right you. next to the driver. Yeah. You like know? they. That shows how like serious he took you. That's, I'm the, that's fantastic. I'm the I'm student really that sits in the front with the teacher. I am that guy. Oh, you're the suck up guy. All right. Wonderful. I'm the kid that no one wants to talk to. Fantastic. I'm so happy for you. Absolutely. Okay. So let's move on to... Sim number seven. Shout Dude, out to I'm Jeremy t- Lin. I, I told you it's going to take Here 20 attempts to get number one. There Jeez you go. Louise. There you go. Number seven. Let's go number eight now. Oh, oh we got it. Eighth try. Eighth try. It the the eighth Rockets. Try. How many? So you're telling me the eighth. So five out of eight, we landed in number five. Mm-hmm. Makes S- sense. Two out of eight, we landed on number three. Yep. One out of eight, we land at number one. And wow. guess who pushed the button to get the number one pick? <laughs> Kenny was the one pushing the button on the laptop the whole time. And as soon as the GM touches it, number one. We'll touch it again then. Magic fingers for your All boy. Right. Go ahead. I guarantee I you, you we're going to get a number three pick. We're going to top three. <laughs> top three pick. Damn it. I was wrong. <laughs> Back to number but five, But you know you what? Jerk. It's okay. Okay. I put my I put my my marbles in one so, basket. So let's say we don't trade, though. Uh-huh. Number one ends up becoming our pick. Uh-huh. Basket in your lap. Who are you going to pick? I don't know personally. Because um, there's no consensus number one. No. And I honestly cannot see. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, if you guys are Paolo fans, I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I just don't think Paolo is a straight up number one in my opinion. 
Um, like, I just don't believe it. In my opinion, and I know this is like crazy to say, and yeah. I am a Jabari guy. I rock with the Jabari tribe all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Black Panther one time. Like, I roll with the Jabari tribe. But God. Chet Holmgren, how do you, I, I don't know, man. Like, in my opinion, I think he's still the number one pick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's got to be. Like, he's still got to um, be the number if, one overall if we, pick. If we're at number one, I'm. Between Chet and Paulo, my opinion. Um, between Chet and I don't Paulo. want to take Paulo at number one personally. I would probably try to take Chet and sell him off to the highest bidder. Just kidding. You love your trades, GM. That's why you're nicknamed the GM because you just you just love your trades. Yeah. So like, I, yeah, it's okay. It's yeah, okay. we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. But I'm wow, eight tries. Yeah. So if you guys want to do this on the day of, obviously, just go to tankathon.com. Just hit Sim Lottery, and then I'll go ahead and give you, like, everything you need to know. All the info is there. Picks 1 through 14, uh, you can take a look at it. I'll give it to you all one time, uh, just so you guys can have an idea of what's happening here. Pick number 1 is Houston. 2 is Orlando. 3 is Detroit. 4 OKC. 5 Indiana. 6 Portland. 7 Sacramento. 8 New Orleans. 9 San Antonio. 10 Washington. 11 New York. 12 OKC. 13 Charlotte. And 14 cleveland so we're gonna see what's gonna happen here well gm that was awesome that was fun the gm apparently you know now that he clicked number one he's never gonna shut up about it absolutely fantastic stuff i'm very excited to hear the rest of this anyways (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and take our first break right here but before we do we need to give one shout out and one ad break from one of our awesome sponsors give us one moment and we'll be right back jabari number one hey everybody This is Craig Ackerman, TV play-by-play announcer for the Houston Rockets, and you are listening to the Summit State of Mind podcast. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Summit State of Mind, presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. I am once again joined by my co-host, the GM, Justin, himself. GM, I always ask you how you're doing. Why don't you ask me how I'm doing? Kenny, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. It's as simple as that. You know, it's always, it's always good to know that uh, your brother cares about you every now and then. I'd appreciate that. A nice little checkup would be would be nice on the podcast. Constantly checking on you. So every, every now and then, if you could check on me, I'd I'd very much appreciate that. Did you want me to introduce the show so I could so I can ask you how you were doing? I'll be honest. Sometimes I I let you do that just so you can ask me how I'm doing. <laughs> I respect it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Now the GM, the GM. I give GM the intro sometimes because he he, he should he should he's the co-host. So GM, wow, wow, and the words of Owen Wilson, wow, 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 because wow. did not expect this. Here we go. So the NBA playoffs. This is basically what we're going to go into next. We're so excited. Such an exciting. Uh, conference finals coming up i was one for two in my bracket in terms of conference finals you'll find out in just a second but western conference final is set right now between the warriors and surprise the mavericks i'm shocked eastern conference finals is set between the boston celtics and the miami heat i totally had that that was my that was my choice but going into the western conference final of it all I really, really, really wanted Warriors and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. Were we wrong? Jeez yeah, you know, Louise. It's okay. Like, honestly, I'm... Crazy. I hate 
the city of Dallas. I don't like the Mavericks at all, but I'm very happy for that organization. Let's get one thing straight, though. I like Dallas. I like Dallas. I actually don't have a problem with Dallas, the city. I think Dallas City is actually. I am pretty, not a pretty, fan. Pretty cool, but that it, it's not personal. Sorry, Dallas, but. <laughs> It's just business. To be honest with you, I'm very happy for Dallas, and I think it's going to be a great, great series. And no one anticipated seeing Luka in the conference finals this early, but dude, shout out to that man. That man came out last night and said, we're getting there, and I go come with me, guys. If you're with me, let's go. And he put his team on his back in the first quarter, and <laughs> the rest of the team rode that wave rest of the way and hit bucket after bucket after bucket after bucket after bucket after bucket i was so shocked at this entire game as a whole Mm -hmm. and then after the first quarter i realized there's a certain guy that was in that crowd that was wearing a dallas that was wearing a dallas uniform Mm -hmm. like a dallas shirt who chandler parsons oh no He's too busy doing podcasts and enjoying his money. Um, <laughs> Mavericks legend, Dirk Nowitzki. And I told you this last night. I said, Luka may be having his Dirk year. This may be his one, the one playoff run where everything seems to come together. Now, granted, this is coming a bit early. Mm-hmm. And more likely than not, he's not going to win the NBA Finals this year. But... This is some type of performance that he's putting on. Now, granted, I know what you guys are thinking. We This is a Rockets podcast. We're literally just talking about this. We're going to wrap this whole thing in a bow, obviously, and how it, pertain, how it somewhat pertains to the Rockets. But we I have mean, to give love, obviously, there, there is, what's happening today. Because this is such a shocking development in terms of the NBA landscape absolutely. as a whole. So we love what Dallas, like, not love, but like shocked at what Dallas did. Give props to where Luka is mm-hmm. and... Talk about the fact that Spencer Dinwiddie was such a great deal for them overall. He's completely ca- like he not catapulted that team, but mm-hmm. he became that like that next level scorer, that next level creator. Yeah, that Luca kind of needed. I wouldn't say creator in the sense. I would say Jalen Brunson more has that job. Mm. Dinwiddie's yeah, yeah, goal, but Dinwiddie's another scorer. Yeah, Dinwiddie's basically out there to be their Eric Gordon. Come yeah, yeah, he's another, but he's another shoot. shot creator. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's what I was saying. He's oh, okay, another okay. shot I, I, creator. I, I, I thought you meant creator in general, like point guard. No, like, oh. no, no, no. He's another shot okay, creator. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. You're right. So, I misheard you. I apologize. This is what you do on a daily basis. I apologize. But, um, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm coming on this fact that look, they they did very well. I'm very happy for them. I don't want to give too much Dallas too much. This is a Houston Rockets podcast. I'm not gonna yeah, give them too much love. But you know, Phoenix choked it. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Let's turn the page over now to mm-hmm. Phoenix because now Phoenix, on the other hand, wow. Y'all, you were so upset when they didn't beat the Houston Rockets record in a blowout loss in a Game 7. GM, tell the people why you were so heartbroken at the end of the night. Okay, well, if anyone recalls, Game 7 of the 2005 Western Conference first round, the Dallas Mavericks demolished the Houston Rockets by a 40-point Thumping. The one eleven seventy one. That's what it was. Okay, I didn't, something like that. I didn't remember what the score was. I think it was either that or one ten seventy. I don't remember. It was around that. But anyways, it's besides the point. Dallas is up by like fifty points at one point, and they ended up winning by thirty four. Dallas choked it. They could have helped Houston and put Phoenix in the top spot of infamy, the top spot. Of being the absolute worst Game 7. Well, actually, you know what? I'll take that back. Phoenix absolutely had the worst Game 7 performance of all time. I've never seen a team shrink that badly in that big of a moment 
in my life. And now I it seems to, I was expected to win it all. I hate to say it, you know, but Chris Paul choked away another 2-0 lead. He choked away a 2-0 lead last year in the NBA Finals and this year. That's five. Five. That's two more than the next guy, which is Blake Griffin, who was his partner in Lob City. So I don't like the fact that Chris Paul's name is synonymous with choking, but I will say this. None of this choking occurred when he was a member of the Houston Rockets. Talk to him. And Let him know. who was his partner then? <laughs> the one who everyone... James Harden. The oh-so-polarizing figure. But that's besides the point. All I'm saying is that what happened with Chris Paul? Extremely unfortunate. Heartbreaking, almost. You, as a you fan feel, you feel for as a him. supporter. Because some people, some people could, could give to... Could give to craps about like what how, how he's going because some people just don't like him yeah i mean you know obviously there are you guys feel for him? who aren't fans of the true point guard uh label you know not gonna name anybody because we have friends in that space <laughs> and you're and, allowed to feel the way and, you feel it's and that's perfectly okay fine. i'm not have, yeah i i, I no honestly like hey dude if you're correct in your statement ride that wave be correct because to be honest with you I'm going to take a step back here as a person. Yo, man, when you're correct about something, you got to brag. That was a little bit of humble brag, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that it's um, bad, but in the, in the grand scheme of things, I just think that, oh, man, it just sucks for Chris Paul. I'm at a point now where with Chris Paul where he's had moments – of like absolute like jubilation like moments where y- you realize like okay yeah that's the reason why he has the nickname the point god right and then there's moments like uh, you know these last few games of this series where it kind of reminds you that Chris Paul had never gone to a conference finals until 2018 like that's the th- Thing. He never been to a conference finals till he put on the rocket red. That's like he's he earns he deserves all the adulation. But I can understand both sides of the coin as much as I am a huge Chris Paul supporter. But he I can understand both sides of the coin because my man, people tend to forget he had not gotten to the conference finals mm-hmm. until he suited up next to James Harden. So you're absolutely right. He never choked any two O leads here in Houston. Now granted he was almost here he was only here for two years. But I think bottom line here is, is that this team at this juncture, at this terms of development, was set to win a title. They were set to win a championship. And unfortunately, it just, it just did not happen. And once again, you know, you, you Chris Paul's kind of, he's kind of in that place kind of similar to where he was in Houston now. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, like we try year two, mm-hmm. like they should have. This should have been the year. Like yeah. this was this was supposed to be their year. Like I was not certain, but I was like I had very high hopes that like this was going to be the team that was going to, you know, Chris Paul's finally get through the hump, and he ultimately could not do it. So it just begs the question now, because of the fact that this team is not that this team is out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen. So much things is like falling. Like so much things is like leaking out now. Like the whole DeAndre Ayton thing. The DeAndre Ayton not being happy. DeAndre Ayton wanting to leave. Most likely gone. This could be. 
I mean, I don't know who they can get to replace him. Now, granted, mm-hmm. it's not impossible to replace the rim-running, um, rim-protecting big. Mm-hmm. Obviously not with a skill set of a DeAndre Aiden. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, I... Chris Paul's not going to get any younger, so I don't know how long this window is going to be open for them yeah. at well, this point. Personally, if it were me, if I were the GM, let him go to restricted free agency, get his offer, and just match it. Run it back. If this is more so an anomaly than it is an actual trend, well, who else can they replace him with? Yeah, no, I, I'm saying nobody. that, but like, but you're saying that if you're Phoenix, you're just gonna you're gonna throw the max at him. Yes, no, well, not throw it at him. Let no, no, him, throw max, but like, let, let him get the max. Yes, let him okay. get the max from another team, then match it. That's all you need, because at the end of the day, no matter what you do, you're not going to get a better option than what you have presently. Now, the only issue is obviously whether or not they acquire Eric Gordon during this off season. Which they should have gotten him at the deadline. They should have. Even J.J. Redick mentioned it. It's a perfect... Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. It, it's so funny that you bring up the whole J.J. Redick thing because now it's going to segue perfectly. <laughs> yeah, because, you yeah. know, that because of what happened, Chris Paul got hurt like he always does. And it's not fair to say it that way, but he does always get hurt. And we've been recipients of that for the two years that he was here. He got hurt in major occasions. And the 2019 playoffs, he couldn't even drive past a Kevon Looney. So you could tell that the hamstring was bothering him. He just didn't have that burst. It took him another offseason and then his year in Oklahoma City and being vegan to be that guy. But let's rewind it back here, just in Phoenix in general. If I'm Phoenix... I'm bringing back DeAndre Ayton. Like, what else is there to say? This is, in my opinion, this is a major choke job. Absolutely. Is it an anomaly, though? I believe it's an anomaly. They have a chance to run it back next year. There will be teams that are will be much better, though. But they have no other shot in being a championship contender unless they bring back DeAndre Ayton and trade for Eric Gordon and figure some other shit out. That's it. From them make those things happen, and run it back, go for it. Well, we'll see what ends up happening in regards to that. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, not in their, I'm not in their heads. I don't know what Phoenix is thinking. They had a chance to get Eric Gordon. They didn't. I don't know if they're even going to get him at this point. You should have got him earlier. I don't know. That's all Like that's all hearsay. We don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, once free, <laughs> agency, free agency opens up, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. But anyways, what I was trying to say was it segues perfectly into our next segment which i was trying to which i was trying to bring up which is going to be the patrick beverly thing because he decided uh he decided that he was going to go on a a slander tour of sorts that he was going to go (laughs) all in on chris paul in regards to like how i don't even know where like if it was russ i get it because pat and russ have a long long history of like uh, this rivalry that started back in 2013 when uh, Patrick Beverly inadvertently hurt Russell Westbrook like for the in, almost like the entire uh, playoff run mm-hmm. in 2013. Like I can get that, yeah. But <laughs> Patrick Beverly decides to come on first take. He decides to go on ESPN. Like my dude took the red eye flight at 4 a.m. just just to get on the show, and he just went on this tour of sorts like it was i was shocked 
yet not shocked because I was kind of seeing this happen and I was seeing this unfold and I was like, you know what? This is very on brand for Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly is doing two things. Number one, he is trying to get he's trying to get his brand out there as in like he's trying to think about his post career. He's seeing Kendrick Perkins. He's seeing the likes of like a Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, knowing that these guys may not like they may not be Shane Battier in terms of like basketball like intellectual intellect, speaking. Yeah, intellectual <laughs> knowledge. But you know, these are like basketball heads and they know what they're talking about. And sometimes and well, actually a lot of the time, their opinions tend to be rather egregious and out there. Uh, Patrick Beverly fits that mold to a T. So obviously he's doing this to get his brand out there. Point number two he knows he has the platform now, so and he's obviously not in the playoffs, so he's coming out here, and he's trying to spit this white-hot fire right in Chris Paul's face. Spit-hot fire. Spit-hot fire, and all of a sudden, <laughs> all these things that are just super unwarranted, and, and like, just in my opinion, maybe, I don't know, maybe like because of the fact that maybe Chris Paul just gets under Patrick Beverly's skin, but it's Chris Paul. He gets under everybody's skin. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be real here. So... You know, in regards to this, let's talk about this GM. He he comes on in the morning. He tells Stephen A. that Chris Paul is a cone. He tells him that he's a cone. Like, Chris Paul. I like, dude, I'm going to be honest here. Someone who really prides himself defensively, because I really pride myself on a defensive end. Chris Paul, now granted, he's not in the, he's not the fastest player on the floor. He's not the Best something a lot of the times he's not the best player on the floor. Mm-hmm. He's not even the best defensive player on the floor for a lot of the time. My guy is not a cone. Patrick Beverly is really, really, really just trying to get some publicity here. Because there's no way that Patrick Beverly, a defensive-minded player, can look himself in the mirror and really think that Chris Paul is a goddamn cone. Knowing that you played next to people with the likes of like a Jeremy Lin, which I'm mm. sorry, Jeremy Lin was not a fantastic defender by any means. And, you know, against all these players that you played with that were not good. You played next to a James Harden who had a defensive lowlight special. Like, come on. There's no reason as to why you should be slandering the name of Chris Paul because even if he was hurt, he was hurt. And if he was hurt, then that's the reason why. And we've seen him when he's hurt. Paul is pretty much not non-playable, but he gets pretty damn close. Yeah. So, but how do you feel overall kind of just like hearing these takes and hearing the thing? I'm going to call, I'm going to get this pinned, the slander tour. Well, I mean, first of all, let's shout out to our boy, Jada, the slander god. Patrick Beverly apparently took a page out of oh our gosh. friend's book and decided <laughs> to slander the the world of the NBA on first take and was it not part of the interruption? I forgot what the, uh, whatever the wake up first. I don't even remember what the show is called. It. I just know that it had JJ Redick in there as well. But anyways, it's besides the point. I agree with you in the point that Patrick Beverly is looking out for his future after the NBA when he retires. He's looking out for his personality and his brand. He's trying to secure the bag, and he's securing the bag very early. He's trying to be do his best version of himself, an exaggerated version of himself. Let's let's be completely honest here. I don't know about the best, but he's trying to push himself out there like a wrestling UFC personality. He's trying to low-key be a villain, and maybe in his eyes that's okay, <clears throat> but when it pertains to your peers— I'm not sure if it's the smartest decision at this point. And then, I mean, he even 
name dropped Paul George in when they were talking a mess about the Phoenix Suns. I'm going to yeah, completely yeah. Gonna go be honest with yeah. you and tell you Paul George probably did not appreciate being name dropped there. Patrick Beverly is trying to just, like you stated, make a brand. He's trying to secure the bag. And I guarantee you he's going to have millions of dollars offered to him to be that guy. You know, Draymond Green is also that guy. For TNT, he is the player analyst Yeah, but when they I, get eliminated. I, I, I like Draymond's. I, Me I, too. I, I love his takes. I'm Me sorry, too. guys. I'm going to be too. real with y'all. I know everyone mm-hmm. hates Golden State. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not a huge fan of Golden State myself. And I don't mean to interrupt you, but, mm-hmm. I, I, but real quick before I let you go on, mm-hmm. Draymond Green knows what he's talking about in regards to basketball. I have to give him his flowers in that sense. Absolutely. I mean, I listen to his podcast religiously. Everyone can make me a villain for doing that because he is a current NBA player. And he, the whole playoffs, he's done podcasts, post-games. He's talked about a lot of stuff. And it's extremely informative. And I enjoy it personally. I may not be a fan of watching them, those guys win, but I completely respect what they have done. So be, beyond that, you know, Patrick Beverly is just on a whole other level. You know, the slandering of Chris Paul is, to be honest with you, it crosses a line. And he feels defensive about it because he got traded for him, naturally. If anyone remembers the summer that Patrick Beverly was traded for Chris Paul, he was speaking to a, a media outlet stating that, you know, he might not be in Houston for long. And I remember people were talking about it, saying like, whoa, what? Patrick Beverly might leave, but why? Little did they realize that we were getting the greatest point guard of our generation. Yeah, I don't care he, what anybody says. Because he was about. still contracted, because he was still contracted Absolutely. at that point. Yeah. yeah. He, he wasn't due for an extension just yet. But the fact that he had stated that in the summer, before any word came out, and Side side note, sidebar, guys. Shout out to Daryl Morey for always keeping super silent on these rumors. Outside of the Carmelo Anthony thing, no, and, and Dwight Howard. Let's be. Yeah, I was like, well, I was like, Morey actually has a tendency to actually. Yeah, talk but I mean, more. granted, the, <laughs> or a, a, more, a lot of more. his deals were more so quiet that were executed. A lot of offers were leaked, but offers that were uh, okay. Let's say this: offers that were cemented were not really leaked. Okay, let's. That that that, do that that's do that. that yeah. So, anyways, overall, Patrick Beverly is putting a huge target on his back for the rest of his career, and he's doing it at a cost for his own gain. Whether that can be viewed as somewhat respectable, disrespectful to his peers, individually speaking, everybody can have an opinion on it. How do I feel? I feel like Patrick Beverly is kind of fucked up. Pardon my language. You don't do that to your people. You don't do that. You to think people it was kind of like you... an unwritten code in basketball Absolutely. or like sports? Just I mean, that brotherhood. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that he has to. You know. You know. Ride the dick of Chris Paul. You know, everyone's seen that stupid. Uh, no, I mean, meme. yeah. But at you least show but you some need... show yeah. some respect and yeah. don't call him a fucking cone. Chris Paul is 37 years old. Patrick Beverly, dude. You cried after winning the freaking wild card round of the NBA. It's yeah, a play-in, yeah. I know. I, but the wild card, obviously, it's the, is the first card thing round that came to for, my head. for basketball. <laughs> pardon, pardon my mistake. Major League Baseball is not the NBA. Yeah, my yeah. apologies, no. guys. Yeah. But you know, at, at the end of the day, Patrick Beverly put his target put a target on his back, and 
even Damian Lillard said that no one guards you, bro, because he's not a great shooter. So it's just, I don't know. I just think that Patrick Beverly really did a very selfish thing, slandered Chris Paul, and I promise you Chris Paul is probably going to cook him next year. Yeah, there's going to be a game. There's going to be a game, and then that's probably going to be some type of must-watch TV to an extent because you're going to kind of see what's going to happen there. And I can't wait. I don't know. I, I For someone who just kind of dives into this, like I love – uh, Patrick Beverly in terms of like the bulldog ish attitude like on the court, but now he's kind of carrying the persona to off the court. Mm-hmm. My man is keeping it. If you're a wrestling fan, he's keeping it straight kayfabe from here on out. And <laughs> he is I'm, healing it up. He is mad healing and it up. Monday I, morning, <laughs> I'm, you know. And I'm just at a point now where I'm just like, man, you are talking so much from someone who was sent packing in the first round. For someone who gets constantly sent packing, that the only time you actually ever made a conference finals was on the Rockets. And oh, need I forget? You actually made it when you were injured. So, so you he never made it last year with the Clippers. Oh yeah, that's right. But oh, he did. Yeah, he wasn't that's very, right. He, he wasn't did. very effective. Uh, but he but did even make then, it. but even then. Like, I'm at that point with him where I'm just like, Pat Beverly is, I don't know. I just think he's over the hill. I don't think that he's anything too important in terms of, like, he, I think he can be a game changer for, like, on a defensive end, but, like, that's more the extent of it. I just don't see him being anything more. It's just like, you're talking, you're talking mess to, like, Chris Paul, but you're not, you're only, like, a few years younger than him. So, like, if you were maybe, like, 23, 24, I could be like, okay, you have your whole career ahead of you. Absolutely. Like, go do what you gotta do. But I'm at a point with him where I'm like, dude, you're you're old too, bro, and you, you've, you've declined as well. Like, but I get it, man. It's it's these people that are trying to take those cheap shots to get into the limelight. They're trying to build their brand at the expense of their reputation and whatever. Pat Beverly, he's not one to ever care about his own reputation. He doesn't mm-hmm. care about what his peers think. He's never he never has. True. So Former we're at a Houston point. Houston Rocket, man. Yeah. So even I'm at a point with him where it's like, okay, well, I'm surprised, yet I'm not really surprised. So we'll see what ends up happening there. GM <clears throat> Eastern Conference Finals: Boston versus Miami. Prediction: Who wins? Give me the games. Boston in seven. Grind out series. Mm-hmm. You fully expect it? Yeah. Uh, Miami hasn't really had a grind out anything in the playoffs this year. Boston literally was just battle tested. But I can guarantee you this. Put your money on Miami winning game one. They're well rested. Boston is emotionally deflated after that huge game seven performance. I can honestly see a blowout for Miami winning by like 15, 20 points tomorrow. Just based on the emotional high that the boss the Boston Celtics just had and having to come down travel humble themselves and take themselves over to Miami granted they're going to South Beach maybe they might party a little bit personally I would tell you guys if you had my opinion don't do it don't be like James Harden I'm just kidding I know right but anyways big Jason Tatum fan okay you're gonna go with them in seven absolutely I'm gonna go with I, my one of my picks was Boston to go to the finals. I'm gonna go Boston in six, so Boston can finish it at home. I think it's doable. I think, yeah. I think it's actually very doable. This is a battle tested team. We know about battle tested teams, man. Mm-hmm. They 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 show out. Yeah, they show out. So I can see Boston winning this in six, but they really have to get. They Miami is proven to be a mentally very like a very tough like a very tough mentality team. Mm-hmm. So you really got to get to them, and yeah. I, it's going to be tough. It's going to be difficult, and you're most likely right. It's we're most likely going to go seven, but I'd like to see Boston win it in six. Now let's turn the page over. Mavericks Warriors Western Conference Finals. Who wins? Give me the games. Warriors in six. Pretty quick, decisive. 
I want Dallas to win, to be honest with you. But wow, really? But if, are we going to do finals predictions? No, not right now. Okay. We have future episodes for that. Well, personally, I'm just going to tell you That's this content. right now. That's content. I, I slept on this. I was having a conversation with my guys, Chris Rodriguez and John Trapp. Shout out to the boys. We're in a group chat and talk constantly about basketball. Slept it. I slept and deci- and I I woke up this morning and I was like, man, personally, I think Golden State wins it all. But that's just me. That's just based on how I feel. The most battle-tested team. I think they do. I think they do it again. And I think this is the final time that you will see them in a finals. Warriors. If Dallas wins, though. Wow, if they win. Man. Wow. Talk about effing up. Talk about effing up everybody's brackets. We got freaking the Cincinnati Bengals over here making the. Dude, yes. <laughs> that's what legit. they are, man. They're, that's they're a just great bracket, comp, Ken. They're just bracket busting, baby. That's there what they're go. doing. Yeah. So I'm. I can't deny it. Okay, look, like I'm not a Dallas I fan. I can't deny it. I'm a fucking riot. Is that the lyrics? I don't remember the song. Anyway, talking about Pac. I won't deny it. I'm straight rider. You don't wanna uh, with, with me. me. Oh my god. Sorry. Wow. Okay. The fact that you couldn't even do it, and you did it in like a pop accent. I won't deny it. <laughs> okay. Hey uh, man, I I I I have rhythm. A certain rhythm to me. Yeah, it's okay. a Ryan Seacrest type rhythm. Okay, Damn so it. I'm gonna go. I don't like either team. <laughs> I, I don't love either team, Touché. to be honest. Yeah. But this is going to sound very bad, I know, if you're a Rockets fan. Steph has re- earned my respect. And I think if you're not a basketball, like a basketball savant or like a basketball head, as much you can hate Steph Curry all you want. I respect your opinion. But you're absolute bananas if you really believe that you can't. Like, he hasn't earned your respect. He's the greatest shooter of all time. Come yeah, on now. Absolutely. My man can score on all three levels with ease. He's proven it time and time again. He's earned my respect. I fully believe Warriors will make the finals. I think they'll win it in five. I think they beat them four to one. I'm seeing a lot. (laughs) I'm seeing a lot of Rockets. I see a lot of Rockets 2015 in this Mavericks team. This team that was not supposed to make the conference finals, yet they make it and they punch these guys in the mouth. They punch the team in the mouth. (laughs) Ironically, Chris Paul was on both times. 2015 Clippers, 2022 Phoenix, and then they make it to the conference finals and they're riding this high. Mm -hmm. And then, boom, you hit Golden State, which this is a very... Like, Golden State has not been perfect by any means, and they're nothing like that 2015 team when they were hungry. But this team is pretty freaking hungry like they want to get back like Steph wants to prove like I can win championships without KD Mm -hmm. like I'm pretty sure that's what everyone's doing and this is Klay Thompson's uh, return tour Mm -hmm. I fully believe this team like wants to shut everybody up like we are a true dynasty and we are here to show it Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of want on 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 Golden State side I think they I think they knock them out in five but that's just my opinion man I will see what ends up happening it's going to be a very exciting time and a very much exciting time to just, you know, be an NBA fan. And yeah. more importantly, being a Rockets fan. Because to end this pod, we're just going to let you all know right now. If you guys aren't going to be able to join us at Urban South Brewery, tune in. 7 p.m. It's going to be big time. One of Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith Jr., Paolo Bancaro, Jaden Ivey, Shadon Sharp, Keegan Murray, whatever, whoever floats your boat, is gonna be a rocket. Like, guaranteed. This is insane, and you're gonna find out where we are gonna slot in this draft. Every, like, these are the building blocks that matter. Like, these are the building blocks. If you go to these teams, like, just to compare it, you know, to round this whole thing in a bow, like, 
Jason Tatum. You don't you 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 don't see how they got Marcus Smart, how they got Jason Tatum, how they got Jalen Brown, these the Celtics team, or how Phoenix got Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, or how Dallas got Luka Doncic, or or how my oh no Miami got Tyler Harrow. <laughs> I can't think. Well, that that is definitely not one of those homegrown teams, but I'm just saying like. This is kind of like the starting point of that. You want to be here to see this pop off. Like, this is, we got Jalen Green last year. We got Alp last year. We got Jacob and Usman. Now you kind of see where we're going to get this year, and it's all going to come together. Like, this is such an exciting time. And I know I sound like a broken record. Such an exciting time to be a Rockets fan. Tune in on the NBA Draft Lottery. It's going to be on ESPN, 7 p.m., slated to for your Rockets to get picks one, two, three, four. Four or five, and it is going to be a very exciting time. We are so excited. GM, this is going to cap off our episode. Thank you so much once again for You're always. Welcome. Wow, I didn't expect that. <laughs> that threw me in a loop. Wow, I don't know what I'm going to say anymore. Uh, well, that's the end of our show. All right, see you later. No, I'm just kidding. GM, thank you once again. Always been my brother. Always staying on top of it. Appreciate you. The people want it. Give the people what they want. Give them the sign off one time. All right, guys. I didn't do this in the last couple episodes, I believe, but if you guys have a chance, listen to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, please rate us five stars, leave us a comment, say anything. We're good with that. Just give us the five-star rating. It's all good. You can talk about how annoying my voice is or how soothing the commission's voice is. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Just as long as you rate us five stars. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Summit S O M Pod. We update everything constantly from our podcast. We even retweet other podcasts. We want everyone to just be full with Rockets content. It's what we do. Follow us on Instagram as well at Summit State of Mind underscore pod. Well, you'll see a lot of reels, videos, a lot of the commission's work. Shout out to the commission. He makes all of our graphics himself. If you see any graphics for every episode that we have done, the commission makes that. So you'll see pictures there of those, his trailers. You'll see pictures of that and trailers as well on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, JP underscore. Mirabueno, M-I-R-A-B-U-E-N-O. And if you can't spell JP, that sounds like a personal problem to me, to be honest with you. Jeez, don't call out all the people that don't know how to spell your name properly. Goodness gracious. Well, if you do have... Uh, I don't remember what it is anyway. Dyslexia? I'm not, I'm not, yes. I'm wow, not, I'm not, I'm not PJ. Right. Yeah, I'm go JP. Ahead. Just, 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 just. <laughs> now you're calling out people with, you just say JK, JK, that's JK, that's JK. An, that's enough for me. But I think anyways, anyways, you know, yes. So just shoot us all a follow. Appreciate that. Good stuff. Okay. You can also give me a follow as well on Twitter at Summit Commish, S-U-M-M-I-T-C-O-M-M. I-S-H. We appreciate you guys listening to us for episode 97 of the podcast. We are so close to 100. We can taste it. And we are getting so close to our two-year anniversary. It is coming up very, very soon this coming June. Wow. Two years as a podcast. And we've been trugging along ever since. So proud of of what 
we've been able to accomplish, but so happy as well for the continuous growth that we are enjoying with our podcast. Just like the Houston Rockets, we continue to grow as well. So big shout outs to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. We appreciate you. In this day and age, make sure that you are taking care of yourselves. And most importantly, make sure that you are taking care of each other. Go Rockets. Let's try to land within that top three. Hopefully by tonight, we are celebrating a top three pick. And uh, that's going to be it for us. We're on the sign-off by myself and the GM. Happy NBA Draft Lottery Day. Enjoy the night, and we'll see you later in the week. Take care. He's on fire! The Summit. Four, 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 four.